Hello, everybody. We are doing a thumbnail sketching demo and revealing a secret to that process. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at ArtProf, critiques, tutorials, and professional development. Here's the secret. Tracing paper. This is an indispensable tool for doing thumbnails. It expedites the process and makes things a lot more efficient. But in my case, it's parchment paper. <laughs> I couldn't find any tracing paper and actually parchment paper will work just fine. So I suppose you can use that as well. And I am carrying on from a stream that I did recently. It's this stream where I created reference images by making digital collages from a series of photos. If you don't know who that is, it's Angel Ross <laughs> in the Lame Miz movie, of course, played by Aaron Tveit. And this is what I came up with. This was the final digital collage that I decided to go for as a composition. But you can see it's still quite vague in a bunch of areas. What I'd like to do for this thumbnail is to really start to fill in some of the specifics because I love the atmosphere, but I didn't get specific about the barricade. I do have this one wheel in the background, which I really like, but you can see a lot of it, like especially down here, it's very, very fuzzy. So in the thumbnail today, I'm going to try to really fill in some of those patches. And guess what? We even have a plan. I'm going to do some line sketches with tracing paper, some value sketches. And if we have time, I'm going to whip out some of my water brushes and maybe do a really quick marker sketch that looks a little bit more painterly because you can see here, there's this whole atmosphere that's in the middle. And this is hard to capture in marker. So it actually is going to work better if I activate the marker with this water brush. Tell me in the chat, who here has used tracing paper before in the thumbnail sketch process? Who here has never heard of it? Who here has heard of it, but maybe you never got a chance to try it? Let me know in the comments. Okay. I'm gonna do a fairly big thumbnail because I want to make sure that I have space to actually articulate a lot of those pieces in the barricade. Oh, and tell me if you're a Les Mis fan. <laughs> I am, I'm so obsessed with Les Mis in the seventh grade. And so when the movie came out, Hugh Jackman, Eddie Redmayne, and Aaron Tavay. I just like lost my mind when he came out, even though honestly, it's not very good. It really could have been better. Okay, so here's my composition, just the literal rectangle. And what I'm going to do next is some very, very light lines. And maybe some of you won't be able to see this. Maybe I should make that a touch darker. That would be better. Okay. So I'm looking at the flag is very important, that really large shape. And I'm going to try to keep this as simple as I possibly can. 
because I don't need things to look amazing, but I do need to place things. And I'm pretty happy about this wheel that's in the background. That was a really cool shape that I liked a lot. And then the flag is pretty big, cutting across the entire composition. And this doesn't have to be super precise. It's still an approximation, but I'm trying to get a sense for where things are located. And things like his rifle, that's a pretty important compositional element that I don't want to leave out at this stage. And even things like the direction of his suit and actually this big band that he's wearing is a pretty important shape. So you can see at this early stage, I'm really thinking about shape. It's not about his gorgeous locks of hair. It's about shape. Okay, that's a little bit better, a little more solid. And so now I'm going to go in with a darker marker. So that way it's more visible what's actually happening. You ever notice that the markers are never the color you want them to be? <laughs> I pick them up, I'm like, oh, it'll be this. And it never is. Which is why I always have a scrap piece of paper. I do really love the still I found of the flag. I felt like it was a really good dynamic composition. So anything that is really visible, like the rifle is so important. And even the angle of his shoulder. Might need to trim a little bit of the bottom. That feels like it's a little too much at the bottom, but I'm not going to sweat it right now. It's not super important. And actually, I think I drew the wheelbarrow a little too big. So let's make it a little bit smaller. I guess there's sort of like a washing board in front of it. So I'll put that shape in. I think there's a, a dead person back here, but you know something, I'm not sure if I'm gonna put dead people in here, even though yes, they all died at the end. That's to be determined at this point. All right, that is the basics of my thumbnail. And the parts that I don't know what I'm gonna do, which is why I'm here today, is this. This is the section where I don't really know the specifics of the barricade. And I might put something up here as well, but I'm not really sure. So actually what I'm gonna do now is I'm just gonna block in just a touch of value, not a huge amount. Just so I can see the shapes a little bit better. Oh gosh, I really need new markers. I've been putting off buying them, and I think this is the last leg. And actually, let's lock in some red because I know for sure there's going to be red. And of course, now I can't find my red marker. Okay, Algeras, you get a magenta outfit. <laughs> oh my god, that looks terrible. Oh, you know what I can do? I can put yellow over it, it'll make it more red. That actually happened to me in Japan. I was drawing that strawberry vendor 
and I didn't have any red, which is sort of a problem if you are painting strawberry mochi. And so I just used pink and I put yellow over it. I'll show you what that looks like. So like this, it's a little bit too orange, but whatever. At least it's not magenta. I think Alger Ross needs to not have a magenta outfit. All right, make this a little darker. So I do need that value to be really solid here. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Cool. I missed you guys. I've been traveling so much that I haven't been on the lives so much. And it's just lovely for all of you to be here with me. Oh, Jane says, use tracing paper to transfer a sketch to nice paper, but not for thumbnails. Yeah, really helpful for that. All right, Seven Angelic, tracing paper is my best friend and also using it for transferring. And Adrian says, Use tracing paper before to experiment with ink textures over my thumbnails. It was really helpful. Yes, I love the idea. <laughs> Fan art as well. Because <laughs> I'm so hooked. Oh my gosh. And then meeting Yvette Gonzalez Nasser in Washington, D.C. last week and giving her my painting. I, I, for real, that was like one of the greatest moments of my life. Maybe like after the day my children were born, but that I was like, wow, I'm never going to have an experience like that ever again. Okay. Oh, you know something? I probably should make the flag red as well. I, I'm not so sure the flag is actually going to be super red in the final. I might actually keep it a little bit faded. But I at least want to acknowledge that there's going to be some variation of red somewhere in here. I mean, in the reference photo, it's more here. So maybe I'll just put some very light tones over that just to show that it's not blue because the background is pretty blue. And of course, I have no blue markers left. They're all gone. Ugh, I don't want to buy another set of Tombos. Pricey. Okay, I think I do want to add some of the shapes back here because that's a pretty important part of the lighting situation. Just to hint a little bit at that atmosphere. And maybe I will go in because I do like this big dark shape up here. All right. Actually, this should be like dark. So, because I think the space that I'm creating, it's imaginary and it's not meant to look real. In fact, I'm basing a lot of this way more on the musical set than on the movie set because the movie set was really bad. I, I don't know what it was about the staging. They just like did not do a good job on the scene and barricade. Okay, that's good. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. And take my tracing paper, parchment paper, actually, and I do this. 
going to put this on top and I'm going to quickly trace over. Oh my gosh, none of my markers work. They're all dead. This one doesn't work either. What is this? Come on. Oh my gosh, these are all terrible. Ugh. They're all so crappy. Oh, it could be. Is the parchment paper? Oh no, it's okay. I was worried that maybe it wasn't adhering to the parchment paper, but it's actually pretty good. I feel like I need a Sharpie. This is not... Oh, wow, look at that. I have a Sharpie. Okay, let's do a Sharpie. And it's okay because I'm not worried about color. I'm trying to draw in certain objects. So look at how fast this is. You can go in and just really quickly walk in those basic shapes. Because these are the parts of my composition. I know I'm going to keep these. So these are almost like the anchor for what's happening. Okay, see how fast that was? Isn't that fantastic? Okay, now let's find some things to add. I have a lot of barricade photos because I do notice, I don't, well, I don't know, I don't really like this staging. This looks a little fake to me. Let me find, there's one that has all these things sticking out because I feel like I want some height in here. It was this one. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. All right. Do you all see how there's all these sweet diagonals, like this little window thing? So actually, let me try adding some of that stuff. I have to keep it on top. So I sort of like this window. Maybe I'll put one over here. And then I am seeing there's, well, that's somebody's hand. Right now, I'm not really drawing specific objects. I'm more just looking at shape. Because I'm seeing there's all these like pieces of wood down here. Okay, let's try another one. See, this one is like super crazy. Like this one has a fence. I don't think I like the fence, but this is kind of cool. This little, little grate over there. Yeah, here it is. Like this little pattern is sort of interesting. Let me add some of that. So I could say, okay. Maybe this is a pattern that's sticking out. This. I'm not sure that I like it behind the flag the way I did it, but I'm just trying to throw things down. Oh yeah, this one actually has the same grate. Oh, it's a lot taller. Maybe I'll do that. I'll make it come down to here. So it's more dramatic. And then it does have something crossing through it.
So I'm not that fixated on what I'm drawing. It's more just angles and shapes at this point. Okay, let's try some other things. A lot of chairs. See, this is the movie. I feel like the movie didn't do a great job. Although there's a lot of ladders. Maybe I need a ladder in there. Oh, this one's better. Okay, so there's a ladder down there that's sort of hidden. And there's actually some barrels. Okay, this one I'm going to use. So let's say maybe... Maybe I'll put a ladder going up like this. And then I could add the barrel, which is here. See, I, I don't know that I like this. I feel like I filled that in a little bit too much. Okay, but here's the reason that it's good to do that because now I can look at this and say, okay, this is one option for the composition. And now let's do another one. Let's try some different elements than what I had before. I mean, this basically reassures that you don't have to draw everything from scratch because that's a pain. If you were to have to, every time you did a thumbnail, if you had to redraw everything and recolor it, it's a big pain. And yes, there are ways to do this digitally. It's just I'm old school. Yeah, tell me in the chat, who here would prefer the tracing paper and who here would feel more comfortable doing it on an iPad? Because certainly you can do the same concept of putting something on top of something else with the layers and say Procreate or Photoshop. I don't know, I just I like how concrete this is. Okay, I think what I didn't like about this one, I think this got too high and this got too high too. So let's try something like this. Like a wood plank. I sort of like these diagonals. So I'm drawing this spot here. I mean, this is diagonal heaven. <laughs> it doesn't get better than this. So I'm doing a little bit of value, not that much. See, I'm trying to figure out if I want this motion, like maybe these sort of spill downwards, but I do want something here. Maybe let's find another shape. Because you see here, there's all these chairs. I feel like I need a chair. Although that's sort of a nice shape, that fence. There's a chair there. Because I don't want everything to look like something. I think it's fine to have some like this, which are these ambiguous shapes. But I do think it would be good to have something down here. So maybe I'll... Okay, let's do a chair here. So 
I'll have it stick out like that. And then maybe, oh, stop. Oh, I do kind of like this little gate at the top. Try that. And I'll have it be sort of thin and light because I do really like the pattern that's on it. And then this is something shape-wise, it just looks a little more stable because I want the chaos. That's better. I wanted to preserve more of the space. So here's the question. Everybody help me decide. You know how at the end they all die? <laughs> it's very sad. Angel Ross has a very sad death. It's quite dramatic. Do I put the dead people in there? Or is it just Angel Ross? It's a little weird to have just him there because the whole story is about all of them together. Although here they're sort of standing triumphantly and I don't know, maybe it is better for them to be dead. I don't know. It's sort of depressing, but although this one's interesting, I like this shot where, I mean, this is sort of dramatic. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll add this dude. Maybe I'll put him on the side. I feel like I want somebody else to counteract Angelos. All right, here, let's try this little guy at the bottom. Mm, put him a little lower. Maybe he'll be here. Okay, he's a little too small. Just color him in so he's a nice, strong shape. All right. So now let's do the comparison. So this is the first composition, second rather. So this is number two. And I want you guys to help me pick. Okay, so that's number two. Actually, let me fill in the dude. I really should make the shapes a little bit more clear. I think they're a little hard to see. Let's just fix that up a bit. just makes it a touch easier to read. Okay, so that's thumbnail sketch number two. And here's thumbnail sketch number one. And this one too, I think I should fix up a little bit. Let's just add a few more shapes. And I'll show you the other one again. I want you guys to vote on which one you like better. I'm going to add something up here. I feel like it's a little empty. And maybe we need a couple more pockets of black space. Okay, everybody ready? Pay attention. Okay, that is thumbnail sketch number one. It's a little bit more filled in with objects. This is number two, which is less filled in. 
So I have more negative space here. I also added the person. I might add another person at some point. All right, so that's number two. And that is number one. Tell me in the chat, which one do you like better? All right, let's go through. I'll answer some of the questions that you have in the chat. <laughs> carbon paper. Who do you remember is carbon paper? I remember that. <laughs> Actually, you know what else I remember that has to do with carbon paper? Who here remembers when you used to pay with a credit card, they take out this big thing and go, chuk, chuk. <laughs> such a old way of taking a credit card. All right, to jog your memory, that's number two, and that's number one. Oh, interesting. Amanda says, I do almost all my thumbnails digitally now, but I make my students do it like this. I think there's something about being able to hold this in your hand. It feels a little bit more concrete. Sometimes digital is almost too smooth for me. And having that extra step of just having the thumbnail and taking it off and then putting it back is pretty interesting. I know. Guess what, everybody? People made art for centuries without the undo button. And you know something? I actually find it a distraction because feeling like I'm doing undo all the time, it just makes me feel like I'm backtracking and maybe this is my hang up, but I like to feel like I'm moving forward. And so if I'm constantly undoing things, it just doesn't feel very productive in my head. And, and again, I did not grow up with digital painting or drawing. So I'm sure this is definitely old fart point of view. Okay, Crispy has a question. I'm a digital artist. When it comes down to the project, I don't like mixing traditional and digital media. So let's say it's a physical painting, even though mainly I'm a digital artist, I find I prefer not mixing media. So if I'm doing a physical painting, I prefer using tracing paper and clear sticky notes. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I think it can work all different ways. I know Kat Kwong, who is here on staff at Art Prof, she does a lot of dip pen work by hand, but then she'll scan it in and then do the coloring digitally. I know that's how she's doing her graphic novel right now. So there's a lot of different ways in which you can have them overlap, but also have them not overlap as well, depending on what you want to do. Seven Angelic says, I think some silhouettes of the fallen would work well. Counter it and give him a thing to be focusing on. <laughs> okay. Well, I sort of like this guy because he's there, but he's a lot lower. And so you still, well, I'm going to focus on ultra walls. I don't know about anybody else, but that's what I'm looking at. And maybe we could show a little bit more depth because we could have somebody in the distance who maybe has fallen and that would give us a better perception of space. So maybe ultra is the biggest, this guy's in the middle, and maybe there's one or two in the distance that might be interesting to do. All right. Wow. You guys are, are very split on the number one and two. I think it's looking like number two, though, from what I'm seeing. But I also find that with thumbnails, 
the reason it's easier to choose is because there's options. Because oftentimes people will look at just one and it's really unclear exactly what's going on. Oh, Tambo says mimeograph paper. I feel like, is that the computer paper that has little dots on the side? Because, oh goodness, I used a lot of that. Good point from Brian. Number two, looks like there's a second perspective of asking why to the horizon. Oh my gosh, typewriters. <laughs> For you younger folks, I had a manual typewriter. It didn't plug in. You just had to type really, really hard. And then when they came out with the electric typewriters that had whiteout in them, we were like, oh, it blew our minds. So you guys have no idea how easy you have it typing into a computer. <laughs> yes, dot matrix paper. That's what I was thinking. All right, let's go back to what we had earlier. Okay, so now we have this base. And what I'm going to do is start popping in some colors onto the tracing paper. Again, really, really rudimentary. Nothing that actually is going to look good. But I do want to think a little bit about color. And if I look at my digital collage that I did earlier, you can see I wasn't really thinking that much about color. I mean, the basic thing is that he's warm. You got a warm flag and then we have cool colors in the back. But I don't think I wanted to leave it that way. I feel like I do want more of the objects to be warm. Let's just see what happens if I color these in because I think it could be interesting. I mean, here's especially color sketches are so fast because there's so little that has to get done. And what I think I'm going to do is let's just drop in. Oh, that's too red. I just want to drop in like some little touches of brown in the back, just here or there, maybe in some of the objects. And you know something, I might just add a few more things. Uh, maybe a little bit more value. So right now I'm doing value and I'm doing color as well. Okay, so those are patches of warm colors. And now let's go in and add maybe some blue passages. That's kind of gray. Yeah, tracing paper is better. <laughs> it's not adhering so well to the parchment paper, but that's okay. Let me just see what happens if I add some, Ugh, that's really gross. I don't like that blue. But you know what I can do is I can put the blue down, but then I'll put some gray on top and that will be a little easier. Yeah, that's a little better, a little more green. Or maybe I'll just add a little bit of purple here. And that's sort of a nice compliment against that. And I could also, hmm, I, I feel like I want something sticking up. I guess I have this thing, something like that. Let's see if that works. Okay, so now 
I'm going to put, there's like this lighting situation. So that's from the musical that the lights are very dramatic. They're going in diagonal directions. And I do need some more value because I don't want it to stay so light. Cool. Okay, so now look at this. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I just love that. It is so fast because it's on the tracing paper. And actually, I'm curious to know if this is going to work because I do love using my water brushes. It's my favorite. I actually destroyed this water brush. Do you see how frazzled it is? I need to get another one. I just destroyed it. But I'm curious, what if I just, oh, whoa. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, no, it's not gonna work. It's because it's parchment paper. Okay, let's not do that. But I could do one on some watercolor paper or something like that. Okay, so don't use parchment paper like me. <laughs> use tracing paper. And let's try a different one. And here, let's just, again, very quickly fill in those colors. Let's make the flag more red this time. In the last one, it wasn't as red. And let's try more warm colors. In fact, how about we start with some warm browns up here? So maybe they're like cutting through like that. And then maybe the blue can start to enter on the left-hand side. So the blue will be trailing up here. We can have it do something like this. So that's very different because in the other one, I didn't have as much brown. I had more blue, more cool colors. I mean, I, I just love doing this because it just feels so easy. It's really, really nice when you can just pop in the colors so quickly with no effort whatsoever. Ooh, that is hideous. I need some yellow in there. So it's not so gross. No, sorry, Algeros. I didn't mean to make you magenta. I know you're not magenta. You're just perfect. <laughs> Rather, Aaron Tveit is perfect. I don't know about Alger Ross himself. <laughs> okay. Let's try making this darker. So maybe the part of the flag emerges here, and maybe it starts up darker up here. And I'm going to increase the value up here as well. So this is quite different now because the upper part of the flag is actually very dark. And let's add some, maybe more like a burnt sienna over here. Look at that. Because right now I'm doing color, but this is as much about value as anything else. So let's really try to push some pockets of black. So we really feel like we can almost enter some of these spaces. 
So I'm going in and, and just sort of adding little spots where I feel like I want there to be more depth. Oh, I need to add his his rifle is getting a little lost. Sharpie. All right, so let's show the comparison. That is number one, okay? We have more blue, more brown. And you see this is number two and it's way more blue. And actually I'd like to push that a little bit more. I think it needs more purple. I do like the green, maybe I'll add some muted green. Oh, that's more like blue. There was this yucky puke green and now I can't find it. find my markers. Maybe this one? Oh yeah, that's pretty good. So let's make, well, let's make this bigger, that big shadow shape. Okay, so I'm going to move, I'm going to put all of this all over the whole thing and just darken the whole section. So it's a little bit more fluid. And actually that means I think we're losing some of the browns, so I'm gonna put some of them back. And I feel like I'm losing the blue here, so maybe I'll more there. By the way, tell me in the chat, what projects are you all working on? Because see this, <laughs> this is my editing. You know something, it used to be that long. And, and then I went to the East Coast and now it's this long. <laughs> it's like starting to feel like I was getting on top of all my editing projects and now it just doubled. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't travel so much. But tell me, are you working on something right now? Are you experimenting? Are you trying new material? Because I just think it's really fun the way our projects rotate in and out of our lives. Like, I've been wanting to do this Algeros piece for so long. I just haven't gotten to it. And so the live stream was a really good excuse to finally sit down and do it. Because it's all valid. Whether it's playing around or whether it's a really focused project that has a deadline. I sort of don't want to do that for a little while because I had to do quite a bit of that recently and I just don't want to do it. But of course now I'm not getting anything done. So that's sort of the consequence, I suppose. All right, let's put in more Sharpie because I am losing some of these shapes. Who here has sketched with marker before? I, I think marker is one of the best tools to sketch. It's just really fast. Even if I did this in colored pencil, it, it would take way longer than it's taking now. 
the wheelbarrow is very important. I feel like I didn't emphasize it enough. So you can see what I'm doing now is I am just developing each sketch a little bit more. Now I'm only doing two because it's a live stream, but I probably would do at least five of these with very different color schemes. And actually what I do sometimes is I'll go in, oh, let's do it right now. Actually, I can do it. Okay. Because I, I do really like doing the digital adjustments because they're crazy fast, even though I like this. Okay, so let's do this. We'll take a photo. Okay, let's edit the photo. Hopefully you guys can see this. Make that a little bit brighter. But I'm also gonna really darken it and I'm gonna pump up the contrast. Ugh, I don't like that contrast. I think I like it better. Or maybe I'll, ooh, that's kind of... So this is something I do a lot is I'll just say, okay, what happens if I make it super dark? What happens if I make it really light? So that's too dark. I don't want that, but that looks pretty good. Okay, so let me show you guys what that looks like. All right, see how quick and sloppy that is? So I started here and you can see I was sort of bouncing around, okay, a little more blue, a little more brown, but actually when it comes to darkness, it's faster to do it like this sometimes. And so I do this a lot. So let's do that with the other one because I did find when I was doing stuff for the commission that the digital sketches, like I sort of went back and forth between the two of them. And what I do sometimes is I would take this scan it and then I would print it out on hard copy paper and then draw on that as well. Actually, we could do that. Do you guys want me to do that? <laughs> I have my printer right here. If anybody's interested, let me know in the chat if you want to see what happens when I print things out. Okay, so here, now we have a different version. Okay, so we had, this was one version before and here's another version. And you can see very different distribution of value. Like this one's like super dark at the bottom. And this one is a little bit more distributed. So actually let's do that. Let's print it out. I'm not gonna wait for you to give me permission. Hopefully my printer cooperates. And I do like to print on cardstock cardstock is a little bit better like especially if I know maybe I'll go back in and do like an acrylic piece it's nice to do it on cardstock oh my god mess. come on okay let's see if I can get this into my phone quickly I mean thumbnails are a grind they're not as easy as people oftentimes make them out to be. Okay, give me a second. So it's a lot of back and forth for me. Do people do that? Do you guys go back and forth between traditional and digital for sketches or do you pretty much stay in one spot? Because I know sometimes it's, it gets a little fragmented. 
when you're jumping back and forth so much. But at the same time, it's very helpful. I, I like it. I think it creates a change of pace. So actually, let, let me scan. I'll put them into the video so you guys can see them better. Because I know the quality in the live stream isn't fantastic. Okay. Let me just print this. Let's see what that looks like. I'm going to print it smaller because. Oh, wait, what did that? Hang on a second. Okay, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Tell each other your projects while I try to get this done. Because honestly, I love the printing out stuff. I think it's super fun. And it's not letting me, it's not what I want. Paper type. Oh, paper size. No, paper is letter. <laughs> oh, photo size, that's what I want. Okay, let's try this. All right, and I have the second sketch, which I'm also going to print. I mean, I like this. I know some people might find this a little bit tedious, but I, I enjoy it a lot. Come on, what are you doing? Paper out. Let's do this. I hate printers. Who here hates their printer? I do. Let's see if I will do it. Restart. Okay, let me upload them up here so you guys, oh, I did upload them. Okay, here it is. Okay, so this is number one. You guys can see better the colors. And then this is number two, which I pumped up the contrast in the phone to see if that might be helpful. Okay, so while that's printing, let's take a look at what people are talking about in the chat. Oh, Tambo Art says, Mimeograph was the white paper with purple writing. It had a very distinct smell. Brazen says, we're the ones everybody would sniff the fumes. It's like those smelly markers. I don't think that they make those anymore. When I was a kid, we used, oh, they were so gross. I can't believe we ever sniffed that. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so there is the hard copy printout. And why didn't it print the other one? Let me get the other one going. I just love hard copy things, you guys. I, I don't know. It, it's like I just don't speak the digital language. <laughs> Seven. Let's print that one out. Okay, cool. Okay, so does everybody see? I'm now at a point. So I have, I've got a bunch of things already. It's really cool. All right, let me just get this printed. 
Okay, so, so far, what I have done is I've done this thumbnail as like a base sketch. So I could do the, are you serious? Printer, and I got a new one. And guess what? I like this one way better. The other one I had was even worse. It was so bad. Get the edge guide and start printing. Shut up. Okay, maybe I won't just get the other one printed. I don't know. It's like my printer. Sometimes it behaves, and then other times it just doesn't want to do it for me. So let's just try this one more time. Document, okay, print, sure. All right. All right, I don't know if it's behaving, but let's, let's review, okay? So this is marker base sketch. It has the elements that I know I definitely want. And then we have the tracing paper sketches. I did Sharpie. I added more objects. I played with the color. And then here's another one. So we have two versions of the tracing paper sketch. Now we have the hard copy scan of the tracing paper. And so this is actually helpful because now maybe I can start to get better color because even if I had tracing paper, it still wouldn't be very good in terms of getting like a nice vibrant color. So I'm just going to spend a little time here. Let's do it like that so you guys can see it. I'm just going to spend time just making the colors more present. And maybe I'll actually, so I might actually do this. This is sort of the next stage. You can go in and start to add some of the more of the nuances. So up here, this flag has more of these wrinkles in it. And so I'll go in and now start adding some of these details because now more things have been sorted out. And actually, it would be nice for me to do be a little more up here. I think this got a little bit too light. I want that value here more. Because actually, his face is sort of in shadow. It's not that light with the lighting. And I did lose... Like this wheelbarrow really for me is such an anchor for this composition. So I don't want to fall apart. Oh, and I lost the hand. Oh, well. So in here too, I might start adding, you know, a little bit of the collar and actually some of his jacket, these little buttons. I mean, I, I love this. Like, I think this is really fun <laughs> doing things like this. I, I could do this all day. I mean, if I didn't have deadlines, I probably would not go in and ever finish anything. I don't know. It just it feels so easy. 
Okay, and the flag needs a little more. I'm going to pump up some of the oranges. So I feel like I, I want the distribution of the warm and cool colors to be better. I feel like it was a little too cool. And so maybe this will help. And I also want this like really dramatic theater lighting to be more visible like that. Okay, so there we got more of the stripes. All right, let's see what people are chatting about. Crispy says, I know a big part of art prof is showing the whole process, including mess ups, but do you find that making art is more stressful when on stream? I don't think it's more stressful. I'm just in a different mode and I don't get to space out because <laughs> I do that when I'm drawing, I'll just wander off to do something else. But here I have to be, so actually I would argue that on the live streams, I, I'm actually way more on top of it. <laughs> if I'm just working by myself, I can just meander all the time. Oh, Amanda says the background almost emulates the modern French flag. Oh, very cool. All right, so let's see what some of the projects are. Jane is sketching to prepare for Inktober. Seven Angelic, new watercolor papers. Brian is doing a piece of the Shenandoah. And Tambo is doing a frog smoking a pipe. Lisa's doodling basic shapes. David is doing a micron pen. Oh gosh, I have no patience for micron pens. Kudos to you. I, I think I just pressed too hard because when I was using micron pens for this project, it was just dead. After a few days, I couldn't use it anymore because it would just die. They're just so delicate and I'm just not a delicate person. Yeah, great point, Lisa. Everybody's doing such a wide range. We're an eclectic group. That's why it's so phenomenal, just the range of people, ages, backgrounds, where people are from is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yes, I hate my printer. Like the printer I had before was so awful. Like I would genuinely get stressed not knowing if I was ever going to get it printed. This one's better, but it's been acting up a little bit lately. Ugh. <laughs> George says, part of the tech industry plot to drain my wallet and drive me crazy. Yeah. And some of them are physically not that sturdy. Like I had this other one that was just all wiggly. Like I, I didn't have any confidence that it was built to last. So Brian is asking, do you do personal meetups to teach students? I am largely doing, for example, you can purchase a artist call consultation. You can do that with any of our staff. So we do have that if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching, also portfolio critiques and those types of things. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of in-person meetups with individual people. I think that would depend on the situation. So if you want, you can certainly contact me, but I'm not gonna travel anywhere to meet somebody. <laughs> You'd have to come to me. Creatif started to draw my subscribers profile pictures. Cool. 
Oh, interesting. Adrian says, hate microns, feel like they're a shade of brown, not a true black like inks. Although I do really think it's fun, those of you who do pen, to not always use black because that is sort of the default color when it comes to pens. But Song Kang, who has done some wonderful tutorials for us with dip pens and pens that are like microns, she oftentimes uses a brown pen because the value is a little bit lower. It's not as dark as black. And so sometimes it has a very different effect. So those of you who are doing pens, try some different colors. You don't always have to stick with black. All right, Neil's got homework. I'm sorry. Guess what? Someday you will not have homework. You'll just have to pay bills and keep people alive. <laughs> oh yeah, so David says brown and dark brown microns and says the PN microns are good. Well, that was really fun. I mean, this is definitely not finished, but does everybody see how I went from this digital collage here to this? And it is similar to the collage, but I did work out more of what was happening. I, I do like this dude. I'm going to keep him. He, he's in the shadows and he's not interfering with Alderos. <laughs> I need to spend all my attention on him. But I think this is really important to see that leap because I think it is sometimes difficult when you are looking at, for example, all these reference photos. And this is a great place to start, but I think to invent your own composition, this is a really effective, efficient way to do that. Guess what, everybody? Registration is open today for our October workshops, commissions, social media, merchant prints, drawing dogs, pumpkins and gourds, skeletons and bones. Link is in the video description below, also on the homepage of artprof.org. Join our Art School Portfolios group. You get so much support through critiques, voice sessions for BFA and MFA applicants, and most of all, connecting with another group of students. Please join me right after the stream. We will be doing a Discord chat, and I will be posting more images of the photos as well. ArtProf has services, artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, personal art curriculums. Join our Patreon group. So fun. Share your weekly work in voice sessions. Get supports and long, nerdy critiques from me. And most of all, finding support in a small group of artists. I feel so wonderful about the connections that we've built in all of these various groups that we offer. So thank you, everybody, so much. I'll see you next time. Bye.